0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Southside Story. For this episode, it's your man, Fudge, and I'm your host. The purpose of the podcast is to put a smile on your face and joy in your heart, and I truly thank you for listening. I give all glory to God for allowing me to make this podcast. This episode is part two of Finding Home, The Wiley Wildcat Story. If you're wanting to start a university for freedmen, for sure, you're in for a fight. So why not fight like a wildcat, knowing whomever is opposing you is in for trouble? That's because wildcats will bite, scratch, and claw like you cannot imagine. And maybe that's why Wiley became the wildcats, having that same Unrelenting wildcat spirit. From 1893 to 1896, Reverend Isaiah B. Scott became Wiley's sixth and its first black president. And God definitely had his hands all over Matthew Winfred Dogan, Sr., our seventh president. He would lead Wiley for 46 years from 1896 to 1942, building the Carnegie Library, Cole Hall, Thurkill Hall, the Daniel Adams Brainerd Chapel, and Wiley changed its name from Wiley University to Wiley College, all in the midst of Jim Crow, the separate but equal ruling, World War I, the collapse of Wall Street, and the Great Depression. In 1933, Wiley was recognized as an A-class college by the Association of Colleges and Secondary Schools of the Southern States. This was the first time any black school had ever been rated by the same agency and standards as other universities. And in 1950, Beta Chapter of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity was formed on Wiley's campus. Fraternities and sororities would soon become such a major part of campus life. They helped to change the lives of young people. From inside their own private and hollow rooms, young boys became men and young girls became women. Wiley became legendary in the world of sports, too. Under the leadership of Fred Thomas Pott Long, They helped to establish the Southwest Athletic Conference, or SWAC, which is still in existence today, and Wiley won many SWAC championships. In 1935, the highly lauded debate team led by Melvin Tolson drew national attention when they debated the University of Southern California. From 1942 to 1948, Dr. E.C. McLeod became Wiley's eighth president the athletic stadium was built and improvements were made to the athletic field. In 1944, Wiley joined the United Negro College Fund, UNCF, as a charter member. In 1945, the McLeod Men's Hall was built to accommodate returning World War II veterans. From 1948 to 1958, Dr. Julius S. Scott Sr. becomes Wiley's ninth president. The alumni gym was completed. And from 1958 to 1971, Wiley alum, class of 34, Thomas Winston Cole Sr. becomes Wiley's 10th president. He was the first non-ordained man to hold the position. In 1960, Wiley was admitted full membership in the Southern Association of Colleges and Secondary Schools. Dr. Cole had the refectory completely renovated into a modern eating facility. The Aaron Baker Science Building, the Thomas Winston Cole Library, the Fred T. Pop Long Student Union were all refurbished and remodeled. He had streets paved, sidewalks installed and created parking lots for students and staff. The Dogan Hall Annex was completed. James Brown said he was the hardest working man in show business, but obviously he hadn't heard of our Dr. Robert E. Hayes Sr., our 11th president from 1971 to 1986. Under Dr. Hayes' leadership, a new men's dorm was built and the radio station KBWC licensing was approved. The a cappella choir was touring, and the number of doctored professors increased. His tireless fundraising efforts were instrumental in keeping Wiley's doors open by raising over a million dollars. In 1986 and 87, we had two interim presidents, Dr. E. W. Rand and Dr. David R. Houston. From 1987 to 1993, Dr. David L. Beckley was Wiley's 12th president. He improved fiscal management practices of the university and increased the endowment fund. In 1993 to 1996, Dr. Lamore J. Carter was Wiley's 13th president. Dr. Carter helped gained the reaffirmation of the accreditation by the Commission of Colleges of the Southern Association of Colleges and Schools. He also renovated Wiley Permanent Complex. From 1996 to 98, Wiley alum class of 45, Dr. Julius S. Scott Jr. became our 14th president. Dr. Scott enhanced the academic experience and increased enrollment. He improved the living and learning facilities while improving the academic standards of the institution. From 1998 to 2000, Dr. Ronald L. Swain, while he's 15th president, improvements were made to the information system which led to the increased network internet, and computing capabilities and resources for the library. Laptop computers were provided for each student. And from 2000 to 2017, Dr. Haywood L. Strickland became Wiley's 16th president. Under Dr. Strickland's leadership, the Julius S. Scott Chapel was built, renovations and refurbishing every campus facility He spearheaded the expansion of the fourth resident hall, the J. Jack Ingram Hall. College accreditation was reaffirmed. It was also under Dr. Strickland's guidance that Wiley received international acclaim with the release of The Great Debaters. The movie, directed by Denzel Washington, became a worldwide hit. Denzel's portrayal revealed some of the racism that that Melvin Tolson, Wiley's debate professor, and other Blacks had to endure in the Jim Crow South. Nate Parker, who played the fiery student Henry Height, has literally become a part of the Wiley family. He started a film school on Wiley's campus, and he is also a Wiley College trustee board member. Wiley College was blessed to be the recipient of a million-dollar donation from Mr. Dick from Mr. Denzel Washington. And in 2018 to date, Dr. Herman J. Felton Jr. became Wiley's 17th president. He's a former president of the nation's oldest private HBCU, Wilberforce University of Wilberforce, Ohio. I've had the fortune and the pleasure to meet him at the 2017 Founders' Day celebration. His charismatic personality comes with some serious young man's swag. He's definitely not your average college president. His humbling and inspiring biography includes earning a Ph.D. and a J.D. His resume, resume of getting jobs done is on full display with our totally renovated Thomas Cole Library and our radio station KBWC. Thanks to Dr. Felton Jr., Wiley now has a student health counseling and wellness unit. This unit comes with a full-time licensed nurse practitioner. This is a tremendous plus for the university. COVID-19 pandemic presented some difficulties for Dr. Felton, testing his character and tenacity. Yet today still, Wiley's doors remain open. Dr. Felton Jr., in his very short time, has aligned himself with other great Wiley presidents, showing off that Wildcat unrelenting spirit. Speaking of showing off that Wildcat spirit, this year, Ms. Jordan Dansby, a sophomore mass communication major from Phoenix, Arizona, was crowned Miss UNCF. We're the only college to have re- received this national honor by winning it for the 10th consecutive year. Way to go, Miss Dansby. College life, wow. Hustling the class, broke, waiting for a work-study check, watching the beautiful co-eds go to class, Alpha Phi Omega, Gamma Sigma Sigma, and sadly, they're no longer on campus. College life provided so many laughs and so many great friendships. Thanks to Freddie Flipper Blanks, we had an unforgettable weekend in his hometown of Houston. But there were some some tears, too. Rest in peace, Rama May. It was Wiley Yi's patience and loving encouragement that helped me through my goofy stage. It was the lessons that I learned earning my degree that became major building blocks to my character, which allowed me to apply, compete, and yes, to achieve in er every area that I desired. Yet, my fellow alums, my truth, and then my ego. I have not been a good financial supporter of my dear, beloved college. And it is for this reason that I apologize. After my talk with Dr. Felton Jr., I realized that it wasn't fair that he should take on the task of keeping Wiley's doors open without my help. I promised him my support. So, My fellow alums, like me, please support Dr. Felton to help keep Wiley's doors open. Honestly, I'd hate to think of where I'd be if it weren't for Wiley College. Let's go forth inspired. Well, that's all I got. I hope you enjoyed it because I enjoy sharing this brief episode of Wiley's history with you. Happy 150th birth- birthday while at college. And until the next time, I wish you peace and love. Please be safe. Later.